Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, make sure you guys check out the sponsor of our podcast, The Gamer Saloon. If you're looking to get into sports wagers in an online game, Gamer Saloon is the place to do it. Gamersaloon.com. Check out the link down below and good luck. Hey guys, welcome into episode 54 of Coffee and Shell. I am your host, Sleeves, joined by my two co-hosts as always, Padre and Kesso. And today we are going to go over all the early season news and surprises in the NHL. We're going to talk real hockey, leave the video game, you know... On the shelf for the night, and uh, talk some of the talk some of the real oh, dude, game. Dude, amazing uh, hat! Dude, amazing hat! Look at that! Oh, I just came from the gym. I actually no. I mean, I got the, you got the pirates hat on. That's why. I know. I know, dude. It's my gym hat. It's my most. I have a very big hat collection, and this is my most disrespected hat. It just you know, that, I wear it ball. You know, yeah. it's it is what it is. I did get it when I was in Pittsburgh. When I like, I think yeah. it was what twenty twenty. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um. All right, dude. Uh, how are you today, Kessel? Ah, uh, dude, I'm good, man. Big chilling. Uh, excuse the mess. I, I ordered a monitor and like I got like baby stuff back here. So, um, no, I'm doing good, man. Uh, not much to report on. Um, how's the excited. how's the how's the kid? She's great, uh, dude. So my wife went for a hair appointment tonight, right? And she okay. went after I was done with work. So like I was like sole daddy duty from like five to nine. Yeah. And it was awesome. We played on her little play gym. I put James Bond Skyfall on to have in the background. So I was watching James Bond. I was going to say, I was like, that. I feel like she wouldn't really enjoy she, that. She but, okay. only watches like this, uh, this like black and white cartoon called Hey Bear. We do like 15 minutes of it a day. Padre, okay. did you guys, did you guys do Hey Bear? No, we did a, there's a channel for babies called Baby First. And we did that a lot. And that it's, it's actually, I feel like it literally helped my daughter learn like words quicker i'm not even kidding just because it was like a lot of just teaching and it's stimulating and colors and you know all that kind of stuff and noises and like you i would be home a lot when my wife was a nurse and you know how it is like you're trying to entertain them but you're trying to get like dinner ready you're also trying to keep yourself sane and background noise is like a savior kind of sounds exhausting yeah dude you don't even (laughs) have to be a parent anymore we can just put on youtube all day right there's no Yeah. That's it, man. Dude, summer is uh yeah, so like I'm not a, a dad, but I'm a dog dad. That, that still somewhat counts. counts. Yeah. yeah, summer's gotta wear this like t shirt pajama onesie thing because uh she got fixed 
and she had a hernia. She had a little hernia that we had to get removed. And obviously she can't like, they don't use cones anymore. No. Like I was stunned by that. I was like ready for the big dumb cone and just have her walk into stuff. I guess like vets, at least in Canada, uh, they don't give out cones anymore. So I had to, we had to put her in this onesie thing. And it just, so every time Skyla, like we don't make her wear it when we're around because you know, when she tries to like lick her cut or whatever, we're like, ah, don't do that. But like, so I go upstairs and Skyla's getting ready for bed and like, she's sleeping in our bed again. <laughs> it's like, Oh, it must be time for bed. You got your PJs on. She's this big German shepherd walking around like a stupid gray pajama pants. It just looks funny. Oh, she needs like the night hat, like uh, Ebenezer yeah. Scrooge, you know, and the little like <laughs> yeah. candle walking around with the candle. <laughs> yeah, man. She's uh, but no, she's uh, she's a battler, man. Dude, the first day, oh man, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm ready to be a parent, dude. I had to take her out of the truck, and uh, she's like fully on morphine. And my dog's super energetic, and I had to take her out of the truck, and she just wouldn't move for like a day. She was just out of it, and I was like, "This is the saddest thing ever. I can't handle it." Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's. Um, we, we have to. We have to into- acknowledge the inevitable here. We have a misspelling on Kachuk, which is okay. <laughs> That's okay. We have we have misspelling. Yeah, that's on me, fellas. Yeah. That's on me. It's a tough what name. What an annoying name to spell, though. So let's let's start there. That's a chuck. That, what what an annoying name to spell. It's like an annoying name for an annoying player, but he's a really good guy. Like, I'll say that. We're gonna get. We're absolutely gonna. Padre, what are you going up to? What do I been up to? I was just working today, and same old, same old. I, I did the Peloton again. I made myself do it. Look at you. <laughs> okay, we need to. Ad- I want to address this because the people don't get the uh, behind the scenes, Padre. You have got to be in the best shape for someone that eats the most amount of fast food I have ever come okay. across. My, I am a hefty, a hefty gentleman at this stage in my life. All right, I've been in shape before and it was exhausting. I said no, not for me anymore. And I eat less bad stuff than you do, and you are still a slender man. And I, you know, I gotta, I gotta give it to you. But you're on the Peloton. Yeah, so I uh, today when you were hanging out on Discord, with me, I did get Taco Bell, and usually Taco Bell is just a late night weekend type of snack, like you know what I mean, like after hockey or something. <laughs> yeah. and, but I, I did it because I was down in the middle of nowhere in Missouri, and all I had is fast food down there, and I was like, I gotta eat lunch, so I got, I got myself a Mexican pizza. I did. You got Mexican? Yeah, that, is that your go-to Taco? That's Bell? my go-to since it came back. It used to be okay. the Crunchwrap Supreme. Um, and uh, no tomato, no sour cream for me on that though. But uh, John Wayne and I shared the same order. <laughs> Dude, you got you poop on Canadian restaurants from your time in Canada. I gotta say, uh, our Taco Bell far superior. So really, what makes Taco it different? Bell, you, you guys don't have Fry Supreme. No, you got, you have no idea what that is, right? I don't yeah, know what that fry is. Fry Supreme is basically French fries with taco meat, sour cream, chives, tomatoes, and it is like standard. Okay. It just comes with whatever we, you we want. We have so those. Get... We have those at like restaurants. We don't have it at like yeah, Taco Bell. Not talking yeah. about Taco, Taco Bell is pure tacos. Yeah, right? as in like quesadilla. Like, so I get a, I get a cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, those and are good too. Also, I don't know if this is an American thing too, but the company that owns this is my dad used to be a criminal accountant for them. But the company that owns Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC, yeah. and I think it's Pepsi. It's a company called Yum, or it was, and all almost all KFCs now are tied with Taco Bell. So if you go into a, K- a Taco Bell, you can order like a chicken sandwich from KFC and get like fries supreme from Taco Bell. It, I mean, hey, there's a reason why. And then wash it down with a Baja Blast. You know what's? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. You know what's funny? Oh, yeah, dude. Is uh, back in the day the Pizza Hut Taco Bells. Those are awesome. But the personal pan pizzas. Remember those? Those little <sighs> tiny pizzas. Those are awesome. I'm a big Pizza Hut guy, man. Yeah. I get into a lot of arguments in the NHL community. I so like my dad worked at. This is a what a what a great intro. This is <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my dad used to work at, at Pizza Hut for like you know he. he started as a manager area manager district manager and then he became like an accountant for them 
And uh, my first job, I got hired like illegally because my dad had hired basically the entire region of managers for at the time. This is like a couple years after he left the actual like pizza organization. And I worked at I remember being like 13. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever because I'd make I'd work like 40 hours a week in the summertime, which like slave labor is like grade eight. But I'd have a $200 paycheck getting paid $6.95 an hour. And I was like, I could buy whatever video game I want. I had GameCube, <laughs> Xbox, PS2. All my friends are like, I got away from my allowance. And uh, man, anyways, Pizza Hut, I like grew up on it. And it is my is like one of my favorite. Like, I've had so much of it that I'm actually not huge on pizza anymore. But Pizza Hut is a phenomenal pizza. The thing is, is it costs the price of a real dinner. And that is the issue. Because, yeah. like, it's like, dude, it, me and Scott, we always make a joke. One one day out of the year, or one month, that, or one dinner out of the year, we'll go to Pizza Hut. It's like a $100 bill. Wait, what? For like, it's, dude, it's a, dude, for a it's large pizza. It's hell here. Yeah, see, I think that, I think that you, because every time I talk about this, it's U.S. people that say Pizza Hut's awful. Oh, wow. And, no, see, I, I like and, it, too. I like, I don't hate on it. In in Canada, man, it, for a large pizza, breadsticks, and you know maybe like uh, like the the cookie dessert thing that we're talking like sixty five bucks, like it's it's that's, nuts. That's insane because like yeah, they like, have the uh, they have the big dinner box here where you get like uh, that's what chicken, we get uh, yep. breadsticks and pizza, and it's like twenty yep. bucks. Dude, yeah, we're talking like man, I think that's, that's like thirty nine ninety nine. It's real it's easy to be nuts. fat here. It it is. It is extremely easy to be to be larger over there. Um, all right, let's get into it. Okay, we're gonna start with. Who's hot? All right, we'll start with uh, the teams, and I'll rattle off a few, but I think that uh, the one, our predictions also, if you go back and listen to our predictions episode, I think we're pretty bang on, but we'll talk about the ones that we were not even close on, and that's the New Jersey Devils. We'll start with them. Yeah. And uh, So, Padre, you talk about them a little bit, and uh, what's going on with the Devils? Yeah, um, just offensive explosions like i don't even know like what i've been watching it's you know they're they're down to the oilers the other night and they scored two goals in seven seconds and that was nuts and honestly the guy that i feel like driving the bus the most besides he sure it's not even jack hughes it's jesper brad yeah brad. dude jesper brad best he player is, in the national hockey league he's backing up that bank truck dude he, i know it's gonna cost a lot and what i'm wondering is what are they gonna do because apparently they offered oh, him gone. two eight-year deals and he turned down both yeah, so he doesn't want to play there, clearly, I guess. And, yeah, I mean, he's going to make some bank. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and then with Blackwood going down, who's actually playing, like, pretty solid. Like, I wouldn't – like, I know Sorry. I know he's not, you know, what he was before, you know, the COVID year or whatever. But um, One year, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty solid. And then Vanacek stepped in. But I was t- telling Sleaze before the podcast, <clears throat> I really do wonder when they hit a slide or when the backup goalie has to play. Or, you know, it's like – it's gonna. It's they they, they just. Right they've just been so hot that, you know, I don't. I don't think it's sustainable. But hey, maybe I'm wrong. It's just funny because you go from Lindy Ruff being fired, possibly. They're chanting. They're booing him yeah, at the home dude. opener. Uh, and I, I understood that because I feel like that team. I, that's why I've always harped on the Devils. Is that it's been so frustrating as a fan of not the Devils. I like seeing parody in the NHL and. They were winning the lottery, now, whether it be first overall, but even this year they got second. Yeah, it's ridiculous that a team that isn't that bad could keep getting those picks and then still not be good, which is just so frustrating to watch. But uh, I actually want to get your thoughts on the Devils, Kessel, because what I've noticed with them is they are pumping a million shots at the net. Like I, yeah. I was watching like a stat where yeah. they had the most shots on goal and the least shots against for the through the first like ten or twelve games. It was nuts. Yeah, dude. So they're just like crushing it, right? So I think they have I think they're three defensive pairings. Or they're either top ten or top fifteen in the league, like through all defensive pairings that have played together. 
um in like oh like in shock and three control. are in the top they're top 15. dude they're three they're top they're top like wow. yeah it's it's insane how good they are right um and i think the thing that's like interesting is they're getting there with like you know hamilton's still only playing like 20 to 22 minutes it's not like he's logging like 30 minutes a game and then john marino i hate that like it sucks he's been really good that yeah. was a cap issue trade. Siegenthaler's yeah. got Siegenthaler's been nasty too. Yeah, Siegenthaler was good last year too. Yeah. So like that, um, you just mentioned that two goals in seven seconds thing. Like that was a face-off win to um, John Marino that fired it to Someone Jesper Bratt. Blew Brad. some coverage. On yeah. That. Like Oof. they're just they're insane. They're controlling. That's the face-off playing NHL twenty three. That really is. <laughs> they're just controlling <laughs> the play at both ends of the ice. Yeah. I don't think it matters who's in for net for them. Um, have you guys seen like the? Uh, the like funny like meme stuff with the Jesper Brad stuff though like the best player in the league. There's like an no, I don't understand why you keep saying that. Dude, I, dude, I, it's I, like I, a I, thing. It's like there's like this uh, Twitter account with like ten thousand followers. It's like Jesper Brad, and it's just like every single time he does anything, he was at like five thousand <laughs> the other day, and it's just like this really? thing. Yeah, that's funny, dude. He is uh yeah the um I wondered how long before like the the Palat signing who's now hurt. He, um, I just saw, I don't know how long, I think it's a pretty lengthy one, um, a lengthy injury and that sucks for them, yeah. but that signing, like those signings, when you sign second liners for like their peak money or like what, you know, a lot, a lot of money, I think he's getting like six or five or six mil, like usually though, and it's for a long time, usually at the back end, those are the ones that are, that are tough to swallow because you got to sign the big guys. Right. And dude, Jesper Bratt's going to want like, dude, he's one of the most underrated players in the NHL. Like he's almost a point per game player through like his entire career, it's nuts. Yeah, um, it's funny. It'll I, be interesting. I was listening to the the chick. I think it was Chicklets, and I think it was Wit, and it's still the same thing for me. I watched them at home, dude, and it's it's like a morgue. It's so boring. It's so quiet in there. It's such a boring. Worst uh, in arena experience I've yeah, ever. Yeah, more... I can't imagine like being in it in person, and I'm like watching it on TV, and they have an exciting team, and it's just like man. I feel like I'm watching like the bubble or something. The uh, the I think uh, when it's a full atmosphere, so like w- w- when you go into it, it's very steep and it's steep and high. Like a lot of teams have like the like the the Sabers, um, they have a really steep arena, but the 300 level isn't that tall. Like it, it just it when you when I was in there uh, last year, I went and saw. I was really impressed by how tall the 300 level was. Like I feel like if you get a, a playoff game in there. Like, I feel like it's probably an, an insane atmosphere inside the bowl just because it's, like, you're on them, right? Like, you're just, yeah. you're down on them. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it's my least favorite arena that I think I've ever been to. And I've been to, like I said, I've been to, like, 15, 20 arenas. And uh, it ain't it ain't no T-Mobile, let me tell you. <laughs> um, another surprising team. Let's talk about, dude, let's talk about the Blues. Oh. What's going on? That's in bad, that's in bad surprises. <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, no, wait. We're talking about who's hot. Let's talk. Let's say for who's not. Let's go with the Flyers. Let's go with the Flyers. Do they? Flyers first. I want to go Flyers because I saw him play tonight, and they're just. I mean, Tortorella once again just getting the most out of who he's got. They don't have Atkinson. Going to ruin that draft. They don't have Atkinson. They don't have Ryan Ellis. Carter Hart's playing phenomenal. Their backup goalie tonight. First NHL win against the Blues. Shocker, and uh, it's just Uh, crazy right now. I just have to brag. I took his over on the saves. I don't good. even know his that's, name. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 good. Like, I just um, I I I thought they checked really well tonight. They're really tight defensively. They're blocking tons of shots, which is a Tortorella. It's like that's Torres, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, like he makes all the guys have the shot blockers on their gloves. So you have to have them. 
I don't know if you ever seen I that. Said, They're those massive shot not. blockers. Yeah, he, every team he ever coaches, he like makes all the forwards and defend, like put them on their gloves. It's 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 really interesting though. Like, I don't know, man. Like, you never know. It uh, Jeff Merrick, I know he always says if you know if, if you have fifty percent of your, if you have a goal, you have fifty percent of your team. And if if Carter Hart, I'm not saying he's going to stay at a nine thirty clip, but if he plays at a nine twenty something clip, and the way they play defensively, they get Cam Atkinson back. You never know. I mean, you really don't. You never know with that team. That team. I mean. Way that, I always, I don't know. Like I thought before all the injuries, like they had a real like before the season started, it was basically over because they lost uh, uh, Couturier. Couturier and then Ellis, and it was like, <laughs> man, this team was already bad, and you lost like your best players. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, when they when they had Torres, it's like, man, that's a bad signing in the sense because they are just going to play so hard yeah. that they are they're going to beat teams on some nights when the teams that should win don't play their best. Mm-hmm. And that's just gonna ruin their draft pick because uh, I think they're, you know, no, I don't think they're a playoff team. Um, no, they're not. I think there's some, it, it, there's they're some teams crashing. in the metro. Dude, their PDO is yeah. probably like 108 or something. There's no way. And yeah, and like they're they're like one of the lowest scoring teams of the league. Yeah, they're 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 gonna be done. Somewhere. Yeah, they're lo- lo- lowest scoring team. They score five tonight. <laughs> it's like so annoying. <laughs> We're gonna get to them in the who's not for sure. Uh, the Bruins 11 two. I was wrong. Um, I thought the Bruins were I top heavy right. always. And uh, I didn't think that I thought the Marchand injury would be out longer, and I thought the McAvoy injury would would be more impactful. They're cruising right now. Lindholm. I don't know how. Yeah, like I, it, it's like I I don't know how long that's gonna last. But eleven and two in the Atlantic to start is uh, pretty impressive. Um, and and uh, again, them, now that Marchand's back, they'll, they'll make the playoffs. Like I, I thought they'd be a fringe team in the, before. Uh, they're definitely a playoff team now. Yeah. Lin, uh, Lindholm's playing like literally Norris caliber defense right now. He's that good right now. I don't think he's going to win the Norris, but I just think he's playing at that level right now for that team. And to be able to do that when McAvoy's out is huge. Imagine them getting McAvoy back. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like once they get, like as long as they could survive, I didn't think they would survive. I thought, yeah, and you, would be you got guys chipping in like Nick Felino, who like after his stint with, you know, the Leafs, he almost looked like he was done, you know, and he's been, he's yep. been really good. You have guys like that chipping in. It's, it's always helpful. Uh, Winnipeg. Yeah, uh, did not. I, I so I got this. to see Winnipeg play the the Knights in Vegas, and it, I, I mentioned this on the other podcast that like Hellebuck, I think that was the best goaltender performance I've ever seen in real life. Hellebuck was absolutely insane, and I think people forget that after Shesterkin and Vasilevsky, it's like Hellebuck, and I think people just forget about it because he plays in Winnipeg. And, you know, just no one no one pays attention unless you're, you know, I mean, in Canada, I guess it's a little bit different. But if you're in the U.S., you know, no one no one's watching Winnipeg games. So yeah. uh, they're in first in the central and um, eight, three and one. I uh, they have like a decent team. They're good. You know, yeah, I yeah. think that as long as the other teams that are doing bad, that shouldn't be doing bad. And we'll talk about them and the who's not. There's one that I think should be and there's one that I think it shouldn't be. Um, I think it's going to depend on other teams, not so much them, because I think they're like a middling. Uh, they'll sniff the playoffs like around the end. But if if the other teams are not doing well by then, don't catch up and write the ship. Then uh, then yeah, they might be a playoff team. Yeah, Rick Bonus um, has them playing phenomenal hockey, and that's what Bonus does. Like when he comes in, it's more focused on defense. And it's funny. I mean, they they killed Dallas tonight, five to one, dominated them. And you know, you know, you know, there was, uh, you know, some extra oomph on that win tonight with bonus going against his old team. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I really, I, like I said, I didn't predict them to finish like dead last or anything in the central. Obviously, like when we, obviously Arizona's the worst team, but, um, yeah. or they will be. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, they, yeah, I mean, sorry, hey, hold the phone, brother. The Blues will be, they'll be like, 
they'll either get back into it or they won't. But yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah. Um, uh, last one in the uh, who's actually there's two Vegas and Seattle. Uh, Seattle, good for them. I think that that's uh, that's huge. I'm looking at their. I wanted to see their home and away because I feel like that's an arena I would love to go to, and I feel like the atmosphere from what I've heard is like pretty sick. They're five one and one on the road though. They're two, three, and one at home, so that's kind of surprising. But uh, do you think Seattle has the staying power this year, or is this just kind of a good start, but it'll end up evening out? I think it'll even out a little bit. They play low event hockey, like yeah, they're playing that's... like these, and that's really what what they have to do to win. They're yeah. not going to make the playoffs. Um, I think they're going to have a winning record. That's impressive, though. Yeah, like, again, expansion in, the, in a thirty-two teams in the NHL. Like to, to you know have a winning record of the second year is nuts. Yeah, and the they didn't have the same the same advantages that that Vegas did, you know, and they, no. they didn't take advantage of it either with like skipping over. They like, didn't. Terrace such Angel, a but maybe long term yeah. it'll work out. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Vegas, the I one. Me and Stewie are going to take our victory lap because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because well, we both like Western Conference teams and the and the narrative in hockey like they really don't people really don't fall, like the the loud narrative on twitter and, and social media and stuff like that is never about a western conference team unless it's colorado yeah um it, it's like they just were forgotten about and it's like they you didn't realize that eichel had surgery and came over halfway through and you know they lost stone for the majority of that season martinez and they, yep and then you know leonard and it's just like patch ready <laughs> Now Thompson is playing unbelievable, but I, the decor is like even Aiden Hill's playing solid. You know, like dude, I had PTSD watching him play because <laughs> uh, when, when I was in there, he played the second game I went to, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I just think that they're the Pacific is full of teams that should be good, but they haven't been good yet. Like like uh, for for a consistent period of time, um, and uh, I think Vegas will cruise. Like they're easily a playoff team, and I think I don't know. No, I think I might have said Edmonton will win the division, but um, yeah, unless. The only thing, if Logan Tom or if Logan Thompson gets hurt, Aiden Hill is not capable of carrying the load. So if Logan Thompson goes down, they are in real trouble because even then Logan Thompson's unproven. But they 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 need a Chris Osgood. They don't need a they don't need Vasilevsky or anything, right? They need like a nine ten save percentage. He'll be fine. But Aiden Hill is not that. He is. Uh, He's been you know, at this I mean, season though. <laughs> that they again, but like that's what you know once every few games, yeah. and he plays in front of that team, and it's like man. Um, in terms of players, uh, Connor McDavid just doing what Connor McDavid does. Uh, it's, it's kind of nuts. I have to talk about Carlson. It's just good for hockey. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it is when he came to the sharks, he like, wasn't this focal point and it just always seemed like that. And it felt like he was just going to fade away into existence. Uh, this Norris trophy early on, like, like in the conversation for sure. Yeah, he should be. Um, I, dude, I can't believe like. It makes sense, and then Sleaze, you'd know a little bit more about this just because you're like in tune with the Sharks. Did he mention it's like his the first year since that like major injury where he's like hundred percent? Like he had to relearn how to do a lot of things. I don't know if it was Last an article year, I read, but he was like, "This is like the first year where it's like I feel like my old self." Now he I could be saying that do, because he he has I, twenty points, but true, true. I think it has more to do with Burns being gone. Yeah, I said this in the beginning of the year and like on stream and stuff that. You can't have two alpha defensemen that demand the puck. Be, like it's worked. The like, only time I can think it's worked is uh, Niedermeyer Pronger. That was the like on the Ducks. Did they play on the same pairing though? No, they didn't. That's a lefty they, and a righty, isn't it? Uh, Niedermeyer and, and, and Pronger were uh, lefty lefty. They played two separate pairings. Um, they were okay. Uh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Man, what a 
God, what a tandem. The fact that that's a... Dude, that's dude could you absurd. imagine going up against that for 55 minutes? They were so game. good. They were so good defensively, though. Burns and Carlson were never that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's not... like. So, the problem was is that, like, power play one. They could never play on the power play together. So, Burns demanded... Got power play one, usually. And as he sh- as he should when he was a shark, um, it just like it, it it worked well. But now that it's basically Carlson's team, every it's it looks a lot like uh, watching a Nashville game. Like Yossi, when it, he's on the ice, he's the breakout, he's the cycle, he's the initial shooter. That's what Carlson is right now. There's no one like Meyer starting to heat up a little bit. Uh, Hurdle has been awful offensively, uh, goal scoring wise, and they don't have anything else after that. So it, yeah. it's like Carlson is just shooting everything. And it's going in, and then he is making passes that the old Carlson used to make, and it's like he has that freedom, and I think that he knows that he's the only one there. And I, I again, I just think that if he was left-handed, the Carlson Burns thing might have been amazing, but they could never play together. And mm-hmm. uh, Burns got thirty minutes a night, and now Carlson basically gets that, so he'll get hurt. I mean, I hope he doesn't, but I, he hasn't made more than sixty games in I, I don't know how long, so leading uh dude he's got 19 assists but uh he's got uh in terms of goals man he's already got 10 goals man he's he's third in the league in scoring behind bo horvat that was the name i was gonna bring up bo horvat with a big 12 goals and as yeah that's that's insane uh shout out to sap alien who's in the nhl community because I know he's a big Canucks fan, and he loves Bo Horvat. So not a lot going going right for the Canucks, but yeah, Horvat's been nuts. Yeah, uh, and they're the just like other... a boring team to me. Uh, and I, I, I hate to say that, but um, there's no. They are that... a team that should be better to me. Yeah, they me. should like... be right. Like some of their who should be superstars like aren't in that like uh, mm-hmm. caliber that I think they should be. And there's just like some underperforming. Um, and Bo Horvat's their best player. Need to talk about. Um the buffalo sabers they've been fun they are not a hot they started out a lot hotter they've lost three in a row um but uh man it's, it's been fun watching it. it's it's fun for hockey when they're good but when arizona is good it's like no one cares because it's like whatever but like buffalo i don't know maybe it's because I'm, I'm i've lived there before but i'd like seeing buffalo do well yeah but, i mean uh, uh, tage thompson and like darlene are having amazing years darlene had that like crazy goal streak to start the year yep um yep. and then tage thompson with that six point game did you see that thing? he came to the game dressed as gretzky uh I did. yeah like dude, good for him did. dude that's crazy um all right let's move on to who's not all right um we'll start with the st louis blues currently second last in the nhl so stewie lead us through why i'm gonna give you a detailed breakdown and this will go this will cover the last three years why they haven't been the same team they've been a playoff okay. team the last like this is a rant that he's been waiting. since the Stanley Cup they've been for anybody that cares about the Blues basically out there. Um yeah, so the reason why I think the biggest reasons why just in a, to dumb it down is losing Alex Petrangelo. That's obviously like I'm a he's one of my friends and I love him and I you know I, I'm a big fan of his and look how good Vegas is and you saw him in person. The guy's a a human break. I mean, he's unreal. He's he's unbelievable. A, losing a first pairing defenseman is probably the most yeah. I mean he, he's he's a top ten defenseman in the NHL all around. Now, like everyone, you oh, know, right, you know, yeah. it's that's that's what people don't understand because he's not flashy. And then you lose David Perron, who, like, you know, Kessel loved him for the shots. I know that he shoots everything. No, that was, dude, he won me a lot. Yeah, of yeah, and he he was. <laughs> you can just tell on the power play they they don't have the same type of power play. Like they don't have a, they don't have a threat on the other side. And you look at successful power plays; it's guys in their forehands able to take to, you know get the goalie moving across. When you don't get the goalie moving across, you're not going to score. So my biggest thing is when Baruby won in 2019, he came in. We had a banger. A team that hold on to pucks, 
They're big. The defensemen were big. Every defenseman on the decor was six foot three and taller. It was almost like a hut team. Um, hut team. You know, like they were a big, mean, nasty team. They beat the crap out of everyone on their way to the cup. Um, you know, Brenner, Binner was nails the net. Binner's been actually good this year. I know, like, the games, the you know, the scores that we've lost by, if you watch the games, I mean, I, I posted one tweet. There was four out of five goals are back doors. Tonight, there was two goals out of the five that were, you know, on Grice that were back doors. I mean, you can only do so much as a goalie. I'm a goalie. I know how it hey, is. That's like, a low percentage goal in uh, NHL. Yeah, yeah, dude, you're not scoring. <laughs> NHL 23, they're, they're, yeah. So, you got to have them. Yeah, go watch the Blues, the producers of NHL, and then, and then come tell me how back doors <laughs> don't go in. But basically, I think the problem is, and you see this a lot, the good coaches, and I'm not saying Ruby's not a good coach. I just think there's certain coaches that need certain types of teams to succeed. And I think Baruby needs a team that's a big body, strong, physical, mean team. The Flyers. Even, yeah, it just in a decor. I mean, you went from having that type of decor to adding Tory Krug, 5'9", Scott Perunovich, probably 5'9", too. Justin Fogg, not very tall either. I mean, it's a very small decor besides Pareko, and they're a lot softer. They're not as, you know, it's more of a puck-moving defensive, which I understand why they moved in that direction. And I think it's really hurt him having more of a, you know, skill and speed team, but also still having like one foot in the old school team with the guys like Braden yeah, Shen yeah. and Ryan O'Reilly. And you have these guys that are workers and stuff and they bang and they, you know, they're, 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 they, they'll get gritty and whatnot. I think that's the biggest issue is Baruby just doesn't have the, the personnel to be successful. And the weirdest part about it is like army Doug Armstrong resigned him last summer or last year, you know, this summer, but he resigned him. And I, I don't understand. It's like, if I had a coach, I mean, it's like, you know, you got to kind of work together. You know, you got to build a team together. You can't, you know, stray that far off. And I understand you don't, you don't sign guys, you know, for a coach, but like Jordan Kyron, perfect examples, eight year deal. I mean, he looks nothing like what, you know, we saw last year. I mean, some of it could be conditioning. I mean, I'm just going to use some of my inside sources on that one, but uh, you know, it's <laughs> not to say he's like slow. It's just, you know, maybe had a little Fun this offseason after he got his deal and, you know, didn't come in as, you know, serious of shape, hey, I guess. I got eight years and how much was it? Uh, it was eight yeah, years. Eight by, eight, eight by I think it was eight point, uh, I think it was eight times 8.5, right? I, dude, yeah, I would yeah. come into camp looking like Bufflin, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, Bufflin did that. That's what, how he got out of the league. Basically, the <laughs> gist of it is I just, I don't feel like the team is set up good for Baruby currently. And I'm not saying that they can't fix it. But right now, do you think they'll fix it? I don't know. I I think it's gonna be one of two things. I think Army might just ride it out, and once you get three the once you get the deadline, you got three huge UFAs. You got uh, Ryan O'Reilly. Tons of teams would love him. I mean, he's a he's a warrior in the playoffs. Vladimir Tarasenko. One Where of the, do you think he's gonna go? Because like he's not gonna cost what he used to. No, but but, that's but at the deadline, at the deadline, yeah. I mean, look at some of the recent deadline deals and then Tarasenko one of the best shots in the world and then you got Barbashev who is a Swiss army knife he can play wing he can play center he can play third line he can play first line I mean Barbashev's an awesome player Tarasenko's gone correct I mean if they don't if if they turn it around and they make I mean because like what I know it's it sounds crazy but it's still it's we're in November it's November 8th yeah you know I, I mean I saw them freaking dig out of a hole they were in dead last place. That's in, true. Yeah, you can never say anything. Yeah, I'm exactly. not saying it's going to happen again. I've been telling people, like, get rid of the 2019 nostalgia. It's over. Are there still a lot of fans that expect that every year, even when they suck? When they – oh, people people tonight. So they played in yeah. Philly tonight, right? And the yeah, whole – they dude, out. Well, do you guys, where it started. Do you guys remember where – do you remember the Gloria song when they won the Cup? Oh, well, yeah. that started in a bar in Philadelphia in 2019. They all got drunk a night before – or two nights before the game and – they started playing Gloria over and over again at this bar, and 
Bennington came up. That was his first game shutout, and then they just went on a run. And then they used the song, and the you know the fans rallied around it, and it was a whole thing. And the rest is history. But they went on an eleven game winning streak, a franchise record. So you're asking them yeah. to do that type of thing again. But like I said, it's still early. I'm you know I don't really panic. I mean, I saw them win a cup as a fan. It's like that's all I could ask for, you know. Ugh. But it's so, uh. So here's my yeah. question for you though, not even about the Blues. If you were still their 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 ebook, you're being <laughs> kind of critical of them right now. It seems like you're a little bit more willing to talk about the team now. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Like yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, I would. I mean, I would. I, I would just. I mean, I would still call a spade a spade. I wouldn't probably say as much as I'm saying, but because I saw I you mean, live <laughs> tweeting the game tonight. Yeah, well, because I just get sick of like seeing people and like every fan base has these fans. I mean, some of these fans, like I said, they, they're just they're so hung up on 2019, and it's like it's over. You know, I mean, let's move on. Yeah. Like you know that you've won or you've seen the Penguins win three cups and. You know, you know how it is. It's like you can, you can. You're only so good as your last game, or whatever this, this you know, the phrase is. It's like, but I don't know. It's, it's just like I said. I think they need, uh, they need a shot in the arm. I don't know what it is. Like I, I have a tough time believing a trade's gonna happen. Armstrong does not lose on trades. Like he doesn't like lose. He doesn't sell low. You know what I'm saying? So if he's gonna do yeah. something, it's either he's gonna wait, or I mean, I don't think he's gonna fire Baruby though. He came out, and, and I know we've seen this before. We're co- you know, but the Blues are. I'm not gonna call them cheap but they're not a franchise that likes to bury money and like pay coaches and not to coach pay players, yeah. not to play. They've never Doug Armstrong's never bought out a single player in his 10 years of blues GM. He's never even, wow. um, he's never even like retained money besides one deal in the Paul Stasny deal. And it was only a little bit of money, just a little bit. That's it. Huh. In his entire tenure, he does not, the blues aren't like, you know, Vegas. They're very or, cautious. Yeah. They're not like they're Vegas or Tampa where right. they can just eat money and not have guys play and pay, you know, teams to take guys like, they're not going to do that. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Like they will. Um, it's crazy though. But yeah. <laughs> what's going on in Pittsburgh? Tessa, hey, you can listen, every single <laughs> listen every year. It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna. Yep. I'm gonna be one of those fans that Padre was complaining about. They they, they have a slow start, and then you know they'll, they'll be hanging around in a playoff spot. Uh, playoff spot, and then March will come along, and they'll go like 13 and 0 in the month of March. And then this is what this is what twenty years of like just regular season dominance and winning. Uh, yeah, the yeah, they, they because, lost, yeah, you just aren't event. They had that game. I was like, this Boston, was the Sharks, you know, like they, they gave up three goals, I think, in the last ten minutes or something. Like, yeah, they, they've blown some leads. They lost to Buffalo that way. I'm not worried. Like they're what I think they're like four, six, and two maybe or something. Um, uh, yes, four, six, and two currently. Yeah. they are twenty seventh. Yeah, show. I'm not worried. I'm not worried whatsoever. Like they'll turn it around. Like they they start. They had that weird Western Conference like road trip. I think they kind of broke up some of the uh, momentum they had to start the season, but they're they're going to turn it around. My sharks have been awful. Uh, the hundred points from Eric Carlson is going to make things difficult, and James Reimer needs to be traded because he's too good <laughs> for them to be in the Bedard conversation. Um, they are currently in 29th. The only teams behind them are the Blues, which I 1,000% think will be nowhere near that. Then Ottawa. We t- I said this before in my predictions uh, that Ottawa, it's very difficult to, especially in hockey, add in like half a roster or at least like, you know, enough where there's a lot of roster turnover. Um, Detroit, it's worked well. But in Ottawa, I kind of had a feeling that they were, they were better on paper. Yeah. And it usually takes a little while to get going. Uh, I don't know if they'll be this bad. They're 4-8 and eight right now. They play in a really hard division, especially with Boston being back to, like, Boston. Uh, and then Columbus. I am concerned about Columbus being bad in, for the Bedard thing because, uh, again, I, this whole season I really want the Sharks to have the best shot of Bedard. And 
Arizona's got 11 points. That's two more than the Sharks in two less games. And and the other team that I'm really concerned about is Anaheim because they are they're awful. They like the I, Sharks, I they think they're the, the worst team, but they, they it is terrible. Uh, yeah, and no Jamie Drysdale for four to six months. Like I'm so sad. But Jamie Drysdale. So he's one of my favorite players. He's the first player that I watched when I started going to Ice Dogs games. Like when I became a fan of the Ice Dogs, he was the first player in his draft year to play for Erie that I was like, holy smokes. It was cool to watch him play, uh, especially defenseman. Defenseman in junior, like you know when there's a, a um, an, an NHL prospect in junior, like that's what you notice more than anything else because yeah. they demand the puck and every other junior defenseman's like the second they get it, they want to get rid of it. Like they, <laughs> like they don't want it at all. Um, so that that's sad for them. Um, but Columbus... Yeah, like I think they might be that bad, even with Goudreau. Yeah, I mean um, he's not doing much. You mentioned the Ottawa thing, like yeah, they 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 added a lot of new people, but like that that defense isn't that good. I don't know what the Brinkett's doing right now because like I, I know he's not scoring really. Yeah, I don't watch it. I don't yeah. watch a ton of Ottawa games, so I would. Love, I mean, if you're an Ottawa fan in the comments, let me let us know. It like, seems like Giroux's doing faith. solid from what I've seen. Like Giroux, yeah, yeah Giroux is. He's got to be having a blast though. Like t- players that like that that go home. I like we. I, I want to bring this up before, dude. I love Alex Tuck is my uh, is my goat head jersey. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a four fifty five meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point, and it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're going to talk about the reverse retros in a little bit, but he is uh, he is who I'm, I've decided who I'm going to get on my reverse retro. Uh, You're not going with uh, Tage? Oh, sorry. The black. I'm going black and the black and red. Sorry. You're not going with Tage? No, because like I lived in Buffalo. Uh, yeah. Like there is there is a a thing to get a guy that wants to play in buffalo among anywhere else is like is just awesome yeah. and he when he he when he i he, sco- he had a decent start to the season 
Um, not as good as Tage and, and obviously Darlene, but like when he scores, it's just like man, DMX. He plays DMX. That's his custom goal song. Like it's just yeah. like I don't know. Like there's something there's something about it. I, I love that, and uh, it reminds me a little bit of the Breer and Drury days of like of just like they scrap and claw, and it's it's gonna be fun. But uh, let's move on to the reverse retros. Okay, so they, the reverse retros come out. They came out in uh, in, in uh, the NHL video game, sort of. Yeah. Uh, we're not gonna go through all of them. But quickly give me your three worst. We got the image up here. Give me your three worst. Do we have the image up here on the on the uh, video feed or I do I don't? I didn't put it on the video feed. All right, let me get a look at these again because I, I know which ones are my favorites. Oh. I will quickly Detroit and Chicago. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that they're. I get that they're original six and you can't really mess with them. Um, so they really avoid anything that isn't traditional. Yeah. yeah. But. I'm I'm dying for a a black Detroit Red Wing jersey. Oh, like you know, like but it's just it's a jersey that you can't really mess with. And then Chicago, it's tough because they have, in my opinion, one of the best logos in sports. And like jersey kits, like they just look like a really, really it's a really good logo. So like, I, I again, I don't know what they would do. I don't know. I don't know what uh, Chicago could do. Um, but they just the lame. It's the lame wording, man. I yeah. I'm, I am. I've said this before as well on my stream and whatnot. Like wording is for baseball. Get that out of the NHL. It's like the crest. It, it, is it, like it, the, it's work for some. The Rangers had one. The Penguins had the, the one. The with Rangers Pittsburgh. is different because that is a yeah. That's a historic. It's even worked. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Even for Pittsburgh, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. But the uh, there's a couple that I deem the Walmart jerseys. Dude, dude, the like, the the blue jackets look like a a, a starter jersey. It's a knockoff ripoff that you would you get, get at Winners. Yeah, it came. There's so like much 96. potential too with the jackets. Yeah, there's yeah. so much potential. The blue jackets have one of the coolest logos in hockey. Well, just I even the, even the logo the though, like flag. I just feel like you, even the logo there could be more. I don't know. I just feel like there, there's so much potential because if you think about the blue jackets history, they go back and forth between. Do we want to include the the blue jacket, which is Stinger? Obviously, you, yep. you know your friends. Was, Their original logo was like the yeah. Beer. So it's like they, they they have like the the B or whatever you want to call it. But then like the other logo, they have the cannon with their third jersey, and then their 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 standard logo has the star with the thing like swooshing through. Like it's like they can't make up their mind like what they really want to do. And I feel like, but there's so much potential there that I feel like they could you know do something. Um, the uh, the the stars too. Uh, they went back to the right jer- the right logo. Like, like lazy, I feel like, you know? Yeah, but yeah, it's like it's literally just, the blue jacket one, though, just a little different. The blue jacket one, the black and Copy blue. Copy my homework, but make like it look different, yeah. you know? Yeah. Two jerseys. I- Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. No, no. I was going to say, I replied to Nasher when he was like, oh, these are kind of gross. I'm like, yeah, dude, you find that at Walmart? Like, sick, dude. Like, uh, and then everyone else was like, okay, yeah, these are trash. Yeah, I, I was going to say um, two jerseys that need to be the primary jerseys. Um anaheim's if you're gonna stick with the orange because they have the already the orange you know one with the yeah. we need the mighty duck logo the mighty duck the, logo the is just such a great logo it's with the, the, the goalie mask with the you know the sticks it's just such a good logo they had the worst kits in the entire league yeah like the duck wing like the i the get the logo's creative and it's not as bad as dude you remember when uh in 2005 when the when reebok first released re-released all the oh yeah with ducks. Right the and it like you no know, it just spelt anaheim oh yeah it, it, oh, God, those were awful. Yeah. But uh yeah, they have the worst jerseys in and the then the, NHL. The other one, Minnesota. Those need to be their home in a way. It's the North Stars colors. They're so clean. They're those like the North really nice. I love the North I Stars colors. I don't like the North Stars. Because I just feel like the Christmas colors, like they don't do they've never done anything in them. You know, switch it up. 
all of I guess all yeah. the fans in Minnesota because think about this you're 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 tapping into the the grandparents who watch the North Stars the dads and the moms you know what I mean it's like and those colors are just they're just so clean like Flurry has some great gear too and then the ones that I guess I um that I just there's so many bad ones like I Chicago like you said Detroit's awful um Columbus Dallas I hate the Oilers thing I know like I never was a fan of that jersey oh man yeah. I uh it's one of my favorite really. So, when I really got into hockey was like 2003. That was like the, the when I became a Sharks fan. It's when I like, um, I was like I've always watched every I watched like every Leaf game when I was a kid. But like I paid attention to like the, all of hockey when I was a Sharks fan, and that was the, the beginning of like you know everyone had their own computer yeah. and stuff like that, so I could follow. It's easier to follow, and that Euler like section, the Ryan Smith, Hemsky, Horkoff, yeah. like, and they also eliminated the Sharks. Um, in my first year being a fan of them, really. But that jersey, I loved. I just wish, stop with, like, Oiler fans, if you're in here, please explain to me. I can't, I cannot get on board with the orange. And I don't know how many fans disagree with me because I'm not a fan of the Oilers, and I get that they have a history. But, man, stop, bring back the copper. The copper and blue is just a mean, mean logo and color kit. And I wish for this one, I... I wish it was copper, man, but it's, it, you know, it's a reverse yeah, retro, so yeah. they're changing out the colors. I, I love that jersey in its original form. I also, I think the Coyotes are phenomenal. The Coyotes just, they, they don't. Dude, the Coyotes reverse retro, they're reverse yeah, retro. Yeah, they're just, they just make great jerseys. <laughs> and then Capitals are great. I love the Caps. I think we all agree on that one. I Caps think, are the I best think the Preds have hockey. a top Maybe three one. I agree too. Preds is clean. I actually yeah. like the Panthers because it's Florida and it's just like, I don't know, it's Florida. Like, I love like the, like the sun in it. I, I don't like. I don't think it's like an amazing one by any means, but I like it. And then I actually like Vegas's jersey. I know it's a hot take. Oh, no. The reason why is I love creativity. When so the lettering, the font is from Excalibur, the hotel. Oh, really? Which yeah. I think is cool. Oh, I guess I should. I think it's that. cool when right you tie that. things in that have something to do with the city. So like a few years ago, Nashville on their neck of their jerseys, they had piano keys. Which is kind of cool because it's like you know country music like oh, whatever. Yeah. Like I like when teams like tie things into like you know their their city or whatever. And um, yeah, like Vegas, it's it's pretty cool. Like it's Excalibur, like the hotel, and I I don't know like a black jersey with black and gold is just, you know it's a cool like look. I mean, obviously, like I said, it's kind of the whole Vegas across is kind of like whatever, but. I think Ottawa also did like a really lazy one too. They kind of just like mishmash. It's tough because they had just before yeah. this all came out. Yeah. They literally went back to their retros. I love that logo. Um, you know, like I, again when I when I really started paying attention to hockey, it was like Yash and Alfreds and Heatley. Like that was like when and they had the yep. you know that two D one. Um, Capitals are the best sport, like jersey in sports. I said this when the reverse retro came out last year and it was red. I was like, man, I hope they. They hope they bring the eagle back in full. It's been my favorite jersey since I've been like a, a little kid. Uh, the Nashville not like using that logo and not the the mustard because that's yeah. what ruined it. The mustard yellow is what. No, ruined that there's jersey. no ruining that, that. Like I said, that's a top three one right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, those. no. Like because they're using the actual Nashville oh, okay. yellow, yeah. like that they currently what? have. If you go back and look at the Paul Korea, like like the oh man, that thing is it's the it's the coloring that makes that jersey so bad, not the yeah. Not the not the. Lawyer. What about the um, fish sticks man? The Dude, the Gordon's fisherman right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the logo. Thank God. Like I think that it's one of the better logos that we that, yeah. that's in the, in hockey. But the jersey, 
the striping is lame. Mm-hmm. They needed more teal on it. Like yeah. they needed they needed a little bit more teal on it. But I'm happy that the logo's back in. But when you look at the full kit, it's like ah. But the the logo is so good. Um, I like the sharks. The other oh, one. I, again, I, I'm very against um, wording, the, but I the, understand. The reason why is I like how they're, like, paying homage to the Seals Gold because Seals, it's, yeah. like, the San Fran area. It's just, like, it's it's kind of cool how they tied it in. It's a, I, don't, I don't mind that. I don't, like, just, but, just for, like, a gimmicky jersey for, like, six or seven games, I kind of liked it, and it's, like, I don't know. Like, I, and the Rangers is clean, too, you know, like the... The Rangers, that's, like, that, in my opinion, that's the best Rangers logo. Yeah. The Red Pants is a lot. Like, uh, if you watch them play... It's tough. The uh, the other one, I actually, I want to bring this up quick. This is a long conversation on jerseys. <laughs> actually, everyone loves talking about jerseys. I don't care. Uh, the Buffalo played Pittsburgh. Yes, I saw and that. And the, the Buffalo jerseys, everyone was like, these are amazing. And I remember when the reverse retros came out last year, the Pens jersey, I was like, man, it, they did the Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, bring back the the, the Yager 2D Penguin. Mm-hmm. And these look awful. They missed, TV. man. So I love the logo. They look they, awful Because they went TV. back to that logo. But, you don't like that logo? No, no. I, I said I love the logo, but they missed oh, on the okay. jersey design. Like, the, the yellow on the shoulder, like, they should have kept it just basically what it was in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and this redesign is just, like, almost similar to, like, that Blue Jackets or that Stars jersey to me. Um, yeah. So I think they the, kind of the, missed on the execution. The idea was there. The, the Sabres, I, I think it's the yellow. It's just so bright. Like, you know, you don't notice it in the pictures, but, like, it's just, like, accented around, like, the outsides and whatnot, and it's just, like, it did not look good. It looked real bad on it's TV. It's the white pants, uh, too, for me. I hate the white yeah. pants with the white on God, white. Dude. Too much white. The, uh, um, also need to give props. The Jets away jerseys are among the best in the NHL. I think that the, uh, it's tough to make an away jersey, like beat beat a home jersey just because it's like color, mm-hmm. um, but I, I honestly think that those those jet those uh, those jets away ones are, are really good. But um, all right, nice little nice little uh, nice little <laughs> jersey talk there. All right, let's talk about Kachuk. All right, he uh, he was a bad boy. He uh, I I'm not a big John the Quick fan, but you can't ram your stick and uh, jab someone in the eye. So he gets a two gamer. But let's talk about Kachuk because obviously the biggest trade in the off season. And uh, Florida looks like it was when it was done. It was like Florida, Florida wins or Florida loses immediately, but long term, easily the winners yeah. over Calgary because obviously Kachuk's a much younger player. Uh, they don't have to pay. You know what I mean? Like it was just it seemed like a better fit. Kachuk is killing it in Florida. So oh, yeah. uh, give me your give me your thoughts, uh, Padre, on on Kachuk and and what you think of him in the suspension. I love Matthew, obviously. He's one of I skate with him in the summertime, so I'm I'm always gonna be a fan of him and Brady. Obviously, they're they're just great kids. They work their butts off. They're just they're so fun to watch for guys that don't have the fastest feet, but they work their the, the way they impact games is just so crazy to me. Like how every single game to bring it 82 games like that is just exhausting. Like I that's what's yeah. crazy to me. And like even just the other night, like they're down, you know, they're down by one. They're they're trying to get a goal at the end, and he's sitting there. Scr- mucking it up in the scrum with Dowdy as always. And all of a sudden you see Quick just fall on the ice. And I'm like, what happened? Like, what, did he just get shot by a sniper? Yeah. They show the replay and Kachuk just casually sticks his stick. Like, you know, kind of just, you could just, I mean, he's unbelievable at it. And no one even saw it unless you had a replay. It, that's the crazy part about it. It's like, it, it, you know, of course, at the end of the game, he goes right into the goalie again and they're all mobbing him. And it, it, Brendan Lemieux screaming from the bench at him. Oh, you know, like, oh. And remember, he bit Brady Kachuk's finger last year. Like, I forgot yeah, that. That feels like it was years I ago. Know, it's, it was last it, year. So there's, there's, a, there's a little bit of a 
family hatred there. And who knows what Pepe uh, Claude Lemieux did with Big Walt back in the day. So, you know, it's it's funny how um, the way that Matthew impacts the game. I really like Florida. I know right now, like, it's early in the year. They have 15 points. They're right there on the edge of things. I just think they have a better team for what they need to win in the playoffs now. you got guys like Sam Bennett, you know. and Do you think it's possible with Bobrovsky and Nett? A, because he's awful right now. Yeah. But B, it's that 10 milli, man. Could you imagine if they didn't have to pay him? Well, yeah. Because they, they would have, have Uyghur, probably. Yeah. Like, they probably would have Uyghur and Huberto and probably somebody else. Yeah. Like, like they might not have Matthew Kachuk right now. Um, I just like the way they're built. I think they're, I think they'll add a defenseman, too. And I, if I had to guess, if with Ekblad being out again, if they bury that money, I could see a Chikrin ending up there. I could see that happen. That, that makes sense. I dude, I think as long as they avoid, if they avoid Tampa, just because I think it might be a mental thing, like yeah. I, I, with the Lightning, dude. If the floor, Florida matches up with Toronto, there's like I see no way Toronto beats a team like the Panthers. Yeah, just because like even like with Kachuk too, and like Lomberg, and like they're just you know I mean, Ekblad back, like they're just a mean. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's a team that Toronto cannot handle um and uh oh, dude like i and i have a feeling like that's what we'll get like that's as long as it, you know i mean if, unless florida or toronto wins a division yeah but like, dude, it, I can't totally it's, it's early now. but tampa looks tired i'm not i yeah i mean i think it's just exhausting i know i know I, and they all got eight mil contracts yeah and like, I, th- years. I think some of it's that i think they'll still be fine but i i did hear something interesting on a podcast the other day and people were talking about how when you play the lighting you want them to play your game not you know, don't go into their speed because they're not like as fast as they used to be. You know, now everybody's fast, right? And you kind of saw that tonight with the Oilers. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. It's there's something going on there. It's a little weird. I don't know. They survived yeah. against Toronto. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, yeah, I think that they were a good matchup because Toronto's a very skilled team. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what Tampa was. And it, they again, they retired. And then Vasilevsky just went full God mode to like drag them through. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's very. Oh, also, we should bring this up because it just happened tonight, dude. Did you see the Vander Kane injury? Yeah, yeah, the skate, right? Oh yeah. my god, I don't like seeing like in. I saw one of the worst injuries. I think. I mean, I probably one of the worst hockey ones in the last like five years, easily in person in the OHL. Um, when a player reacts like that, it's like, like you know what I mean? Just because yeah. like he immediately ran to the bench and is just freaking out, and he's like. You know, for what he is, he's still one of the toughest players. Like he's, yeah. he's a tough dude, right? And he is just he like he just looks frantic. Like he's like ah, like you know what I mean. And um, I don't know what what'll happen. I mean, it just happened. He, it looks like he sliced his wrist, but I, I think it was the back of it. Um, still extremely scary. So, yeah. Um, hope he's all right. And uh, he was having a heck of a season. So but he's gonna put up forty with with the, as long as you know he doesn't miss a you know a, a month or two, which he might. I don't know, but. Uh, Man, scary, scary times there. But yeah, Tampa is just—you're right. It's just exhaustion. At a certain point, hockey is is the one is the one sport that like a long playoff run means a short off season. And I think that you know football, it's it's very like you know the season's on and whatnot. But like if you don't make the playoffs, like you're done in like December and you don't start again until like July. Really, it's a long off season. Um, and Tampa's been playing into June and July, and when they they won two cups in eight months, yeah. I think a lot of people forget that. Like they won two in eight months. That so, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't, I think that they might get out early next time, and that'll be the you know the end of the dynasty. But uh, you consider them a dynasty? Yeah. Or do they have to win that last one? You, you have, have to win dynasty. three. 
I, that's the dynasty rule. Is that the rule? That's the fact rule. That, the fact the they have four or five Hall of Famers, I think that's why too. You can say they're that's one of the greatest too. teams yeah, of all do, time, do, but like the, the dynasty Stamkos rule is, is three and four. Yeah. Stamkos Hall of Famer, Kucherov Hall of Famer, Hedman Hall of Famer. Stamkos Hall of Famer, Kucherov Hall of Famer, Hedman Hall of Famer, Vasilevsky will be a Hall of Famer, Vasilevsky and I think Famer. even Braden Point could possibly sneak in eventually. He has to. He has to have a lengthy career, I think. Yeah, but I, I have a feeling that the trajectory of him, I feel like he could do it too. People forget about him. He's just sneaky. Yeah, he's nasty. He is sneaky. Um, uh, yeah, like I, I agree. I don't like giving out. Like I'm someone that like. Uh, I, I I hate repeat cup champions in hockey because um, I find it boring. In pro sports, I find it boring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Patriots fan, so that's funny. Yeah. But um, like uh, in hockey specifically, it feels like when you win a cup, you know what it's like to win a round. And I think that more than other sports, that's like because it's a seven game series. Whereas in football, it's like one one and done, right? Like you're you're one and done. And in basketball, it's like you pretty much know who's going to win going into a series. Like it's basketball, such a, you know, unfortunate sport in that sense. It's yeah. very low, 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 low dramatics in, in, in basketball a lot of times. Um, but in, in hockey, like I, I, we've talked about this before. Like if the Leafs win a round, I think they win going to run because they just don't know what it's like to win a round. So when they need a big goal and a big moment, they're all just looking down the bench, be like, yo, you going to score? Are you, you good? Like, uh, so, but, um, yeah, just uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they do. Uh, also need to give a shout-out to uh, our sponsor of the show. We're going to talk about uh, Gamer Saloon. If you guys are looking to get into uh, competitive matches in NHL or Madden or FIFA, any sports game, and, and really any game, uh, safest place to do it is Gamersaloon.com. Go and check them out. The link is down below if you're trying to get better at NHL specifically. These two gentlemen know this is where they got basically their start in competitive play in NHL. It will make you a better player, uh, so make sure that you give you 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 reach out to them. So, uh, lastly, guys, let's uh, or next let's let's talk about uh, uh, awards, like some early uh, some early awards. Um, uh, yeah, dude. So, so we have. Uh, I mean, I think the the main ones, you know, Connor McDavid is yeah, just we'll crushing, right? So boring. It's yeah, boring. Like, he's four points every night. Yeah, he had another it two is. or three tonight, right? Yeah, like it, it's just it, it's it's wild. I don't. We've never seen that. I don't think we've ever. I don't think we've ever seen that in hockey. Where I remember watching the uh, the Kings play, like the Kings series, and Mike Smith was doing his damnedest to to throw that for Edmonton. Yeah, but um, he can just take over everything. It, it's nuts, man. I did it's see. Nuts. Um, I did see a surprising stat. So he just played his five hundredth game, and um, he had he has seven hundred twenty two points through five hundred games. I was really surprised considering how dominant I think uh, McDavid's offensive production is. Crosby had 706 through 500 games. Uh, so it wasn't that far off from like their, their first 500 games comparing their career. Uh, very identical. I, I, uh, I think, it may be a hot take. I think Crosby benefited from the 05 when every, like out of the lockout, um, I think everyone. Like scoring was absurd. I remember like Maxim Afanaganov had like a hundred points. Yeah, there were so a lot of people. Just... I would say that, but he still kept a higher pace the following years because um, that was his rookie yeah, year. Yeah. You know, I, I think McDavid. The on the flip side of that, like those first few years he was in the league, very low scoring. It's just like the last couple that have like gone up a ton. It's crazy that over two hundred points over point per game. I like. I, I got to see it with Thornton, like for to an extent. Yeah. Like it was never that. It was always like 100 assists, but like, or, you know, 80 assists. <laughs> yeah. It was never 150 points in a season. 
Um, that that's absolutely wild. Norris Stewie, what are the odds that Carlson wins a Norris? I mean, if he keeps this up, he will. I mean, what he's doing is absurd. I I, I think. I, is there any way they trade him at the deadline somehow? I love people bringing that up. There is no shot. One, he is a full no move clause, right. and maybe here's the thing: he would though, probably move sign- somewhere good, right? Dude, if we're talking about best places to live as an NHL hockey player, Jose is like there, top though. five. Uh, true, but you're living in the one of the nicest cities in. Well, I don't want to say nicest city, but nicest places to live. Even in if Florida there. or Tampa somehow wanted them to come down there, <laughs> that, that'd be impossible. They wouldn't be able to fit that because a lot of people bring that up. Like, with oh, Tampa, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to trade. Got to trade uh, Carlson, and it's like, dude, he still costs 11.5 million. This is just the first year he's been worth that um, on the Sharks. Although 2019. If he didn't get hurt, when he wasn't hurt, that team was so good, and he was unbelievable. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I would love it. If they could fight, dude, if Greer found a way out of that, I will forget about all of the, I just want Doug Wilson back. Like, if they can, if he gets out of the Carlson deal, good luck. That's five more years at 11.5. Uh, if he plays all 82 games, that'll be more surprising than the fact that he's probably going to hit 100 points, like, at this pace. Yeah. But, um, the other one, uh, Darlene looks like he's finally breaking out, which is so good for Buffalo. Yeah. He's, he's such a good player. Uh, but still McCarr with 13, you know, the avalanche have been kind of meh hangover. Uh, I don't know. Like, do what what like do you guys that? think it's been like, it has to be that, right? I would assume so. Like it's gotta be so weird. Like when you, I mean, you Padre, you've literally hung out with dudes after they won a cup. Like, is their mentality different? I think there's like a definite. Hang- I mean, it's just it's an it's like an exhausting summer. You don't you don't ever stop. It's always just it's like you win, you party hard, then you you get the cup, and you never really like. I feel like the training is hard to get back to. You know what I mean? Less hunger. The hung- Less hunger. The hunger. Yeah, it's just the training. You know, you, it's a shortened summer. You know that you play so deep in the summer, and then here you go again. Especially now, with like COVID, um, you know, knocking the schedules, you know, condensing all the schedules. It's just you know, it's very tight. And uh, I, I think the abs are fine. I, I, I'll be honest. Like, I wasn't super as high on them as everybody else was because everyone just loves, like, the new sexy team. The goaltending scared me. I know Kemper got a lot of flack last year because, you know, he wasn't amazing by any means. But Georgiev is just – he's never, like, really proven anything. So I, I wasn't very high on him. You know what I mean? Just in general. I'm not saying that, like, he's god-awful. He, he has a high save percentage right now, I know. And he has a like a pretty good, but that team's like so good. They they don't give up a ton of shots and stuff. It's just I just don't think there is going to be as dominant. And not having Kadri too is a big deal. I mean that's a, that's yeah, a really dude, good new hook is not working. No, like new they they which, needed him to be like their second line center, right? And he is. Which don't be surprised if like Jonathan Tay somehow ends up there at the deadline. You know what I mean? Oh, be absurd. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Vesna right now. Jake Ottinger with a one point four goals against and a nine. A 9.52 save percentage in seven games. Uh, very, very small sample size, but Ottinger definitely looks like the truth in Dallas uh, for the for the foreseeable future. Iserman and Huso, bro. Him, t- him. How did the Leafs? How did you not just go get Huso? Like I, it was what a third round pick. Yeah, it was. It was. It was the rights for him, the UFA rights. Like, so oh, so yeah. Billy God. Billy's been really good. Um, Another guy to keep an eye on is Allmark too. Boston. Yeah, he's two oh five goals against yeah, nine thirty two. Yeah, and they're really good too. So, like out of those three teams, I think Boston's the best out of Dallas and Detroit, right? So, 
you know, you also have to have a good team. But yeah, there's a lot of really good goalies right now. <laughs> and the Jennings, it is and the Jennings would go to Vegas, I think, right now, wouldn't it? I uh, believe, yeah, because number seven and number eight in goals against yeah. is Hill and Thompson. Save percentage wise, uh, Thompson is in eighth. Uh, Aiden Hill is in twelfth. Yep. Um, Aiden Hill five and zero. Oh. Love to <laughs> see it. I mean, what a redemption for him. Um, that's us. Uh, we didn't even talk about Soros because I haven't been fantasy. Yeah, lit up tonight. Nine oh, that was a team that I didn't talk about. The the who's not I wanted to bring up uh, Nashville. I think that last year was an aberration. They rode Duchesne and a historic shooting percentage on Duchesne. Yarl, Saros was amazing, and Yossi had a Norris Trophy season. Essentially, um, that is all not like happening this year. Saros is a nine oh four save percentage and a three point one two goals against. He's three and five, uh, and Lankinen has been better uh, as a backup. He's he's two and one with a nine thirty three save percentage, but that's just him starting only a couple games, man. Nashville, do we feel like they're just that? What last year was kind of uh, a whatever. I guess we, I, I forgot to talk about that earlier. I want to bring yeah, it I up. think that was a fluke last year. Um, I, I do expect I do. Soros to uh, turn it around. Padre, if I remember correctly, I think that was your Vesna pick, right? I like did it as a joke, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you guys though. I do like, I do like Nashville a little bit. The reason why I say that is because they're huge. You look at their roster. I think like the dude, dude just wants to play. Versus I stuff. know it sounds dumb, but <laughs> they're like big. They're physical. They're mean. Like they're a big freaking hockey team. I mean, it's and I feel like when you buy into a certain type of mold. I feel like that's really. I mean, I feel like if they make the playoffs with that type of team, I mean, that's a that's a team in the playoffs I wouldn't want to play. And with Saros the way he is, I'm not saying they're gonna like win the Stanley Cup. I mean, I it sucks we didn't you know, get but, to see. I mean, like I know I would have loved to see Colorado against Saros. Yeah. Uh, I still Colorado still would have ran through, but yeah. Saros last year was having a season where like there's been a number of times where a goaltender has eliminated a team like oh, by yeah. himself. And like that would have been more fun just because it was so it was like Daryl Sutter said the best man. He's like whoever finishes in eighth in the Western Conference is just a five day vacation because <laughs> they're done after that. Uh, lastly, we got to talk about the uh, Calder Matthias. Must it Michelli? Yeah, I think it's like Michelli. I think or it's something Michelli. Or yeah, nine points, dude. Nine points for the Coyotes. He's got his first goal tonight. Uh, behind, he's tied with Matty Beniers, who has one more game played. But unbelievable. I mean, like, this is just someone taking advantage. Uh, he was a fourth-round pick, uh, 98th overall in 2019, and uh, just having a heck of a time. I wonder if it's just a, a Vegas situation where you get a player that just is given all the ice time he can have, you know? Yeah. Like, but um, I think Matty Beniers with nine. Uh, he's been fun to watch. Dude, uh, Shane Wright, um not a good start to his career and the coach doesn't have confidence in him <laughs> and he's stuck there it looks like so this is like reminding me of like a Kotkin Yemi situation where he should go back you know like he should probably go back but he's not going to and as an ice dog fan I love that I don't want Kingston to have Jane Wright um but then behind him we've got Cole Perfetti uh, who's got eight points in 12 games. Cole Perfetti looks good. Mason McTavish, uh, every, he's played twice against the Sharks. He is, I hate that he's, he is Matthew Kachuk. Like, he's going to be. Like, he's a little baby Matthew Kachuk right now. Like, every whistle, you know, he's kind of got the nasty hands. Like, I don't know. Anyone on the uh, on the Calder race, on the rookies that you're surprised about or you have a feeling that might pull pull away? Uh, Cassie, you take that one. 
Dude, I, 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 this is the, uh, this is the thing I don't like. I don't like it because it's always, it's always random. Like last year with Michael Bunning almost winning, you know, um, <laughs> twenty nine year old Michael. Yeah, Bunting. exactly. So, like, <laughs> what's your take on that? What's your take on that? What's my take on that? Uh, it is what it is, right? Like, I, I you think, think it should be an age restricted or no? No. Yeah, it probably should. It should probably be like, like Kaprizov got it. Yeah, he was like what twenty. No, I think if you played pro 25. hockey, it shouldn't count. Yes, that's a good. Yes, that is that's a. So good like, if you play in the KHL, Swedish Elite League, the Dell, like you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, okay, yeah, I agree I with that. Over. Like, remember when like Dave yeah. Bruner came over and stuff, and like well, all if, of if that's, Bruner, if that's the in case, first then, game. like uh, Malkin wouldn't have won it that one year, right? Because he played in the KHL. Yeah, so it's like it's a hard line to draw. Maybe man, that one's tough because it's like. He was still young. I feel like it wasn't. <laughs> did Malkin play in the KHL even regardless of the lockout? Yeah, so what happened was he was drafted. There was the uh, – I'm trying to think. Yeah, because he yeah. was drafted before Crosby. There was the lockout. Yeah. Um, yes. And then he yes, he so still he played another year after that. Tarasenko, yeah, Tarasenko did the same thing. He played over there, yeah. Prezov, Panarin. I don't, it's tough. Like, I don't – yeah, I don't know. Maybe if it, maybe it's like Dude. maybe it's like twenty five and over or something. Or I, I don't know. It's it's a weird. You know, one of the craziest storylines that like is not going to get talked about until the draft. It'll just ramp way up. Is like who drafts Mitchkov? Like any team. So let's say like let's say the Sharks finish in the bottom, uh, bottom five. Uh, Columbus, Anaheim, Phoenix, like or Phoenix, Arizona. Showing my age. Um, they all like they can't wait. I feel like maybe the sharks could, um, but like Mitchkov, like he signed until 24, 25 and like, I would assume that it's over with now not to get into politics and in world and, and, and what's going on in the world right now, but there's a big disconnect from like athletes and, and Russia. Yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe they're not allowed because the IHF is, is just disallowed. Dude, I would make brain. no assumption even knowing what's going on with that stuff. Exactly, dude. Like, exactly. Like, like it, uh, let me ask you this. What team in the bottom five that you think will be in the bottom five, Padre, would you think wouldn't care and would take Mitchkov? Um, because he signed till twenty four, twenty five, anyways. Yeah. But then the issue is, is that he like what ends up happening in that situation? Because the same thing happened with Kaprizov, Minnesota. Like if they don't want to sign there, yeah, it's like they won't come over, right? Like they just say they're not going to come over because Radulov had that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. It's tough to say. Like I would, would he come to Columbus? <clears throat> like that's the other thing you got to think about. Like, would he come to Arizona? No. You know, like, oh, uh, like it's 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 wild to think because like he he looks like he might be as good as as Bedard. Yeah, like he he's unbelievable. He's like he, he just looks like he's like the next. It looks like Crosby and, and Ovechkin again, and uh, that's such a risk, man. <laughs> because you get a, you get that high of a pick in a draft that that's loaded, like Fantilli. I feel like he's going to finish second or go second overall just because the team will play it safe. And then Mitchkov probably falls to third. Like, man, uh, I have a feeling it's going to be the Sharks. I have a feeling it's gonna, the Sharks are going to be sitting there. I'm like, uh, damn. But they might not be good until he can actually play. So, you yeah. know, it's what it is. All right, let's finally, let's talk about uh, shot props. Your model has come back down to earth, brother. Walk us through it. Oh, man, it's a sad, it's, a, it's been a sad November. Uh, so October we crushed its leaves. I think you made a decent amount of money following yeah, my it was picks. Like twenty four units of something. Yeah, it was hilarious. Dude, October finished like plus twenty eight or something. November, <laughs> it's unheard of. Yeah, November came crashing down hard. We're down to like plus fifteen total. So I think we lost like eleven. Yeah. Rebounded very strongly tonight. 
Um, Stamkos got five shots. Uh, they're Darlene. Darlene's been crushing it every single give, night. Give me a few players that before you even look at your model, you've been like, this guy hits it like every night. Uh, like, give me like the guys that you're like, man, that, like he is like, just I don't even need to look board. at it. Caulfield's one yeah. of them that he, uh, and it's, it's so it's been interesting following these, right? So like Caulfield's been yeah. one of them. Whenever, now you know, like, yeah, you're paying attention. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like sometimes I don't even have to look. Um, so whenever the season started, he was priced at like his, his over under was like two and a half. Um, and then no, it's three. he was hitting like three shots, four shots a game. And then he'd be like over two and a half, like minus one eighty, And then they finally oh, bumped yeah, him up to three suck. and a half. Yeah. Um, Zibanejad was one of them. I was like five or six and oh betting on Zibanejad. And then, um, he had like a couple of one that burns you. Shabbat, no, I think, no, no, dude, you want it? Oh, I know won. who it is. I know no, who it is. He plays. He plays in New York. He, nope, nope, nope. There's one that's even. Oh, there's another one, dude. Matt, okay, Matt Zuccarello. Really, Matt Zuccarello had a had a stretch this year where he got like five shots a game, and his yeah. individual Corsi uh, was great. Like he was getting a lot of shot attempts. Like he fit your model. Yeah, he fit the model. He was getting shot attempts every single game. Like sixty percent of his shot attempts historically go on in that. And then he just fell off a cliff recently, and I don't know what happened. You know, like, I, I have no idea. Chris Kreider was one of them where he was crushing it, and then he's a streaky player. Those are the ones that are risky, you know, like like a Malkin's, like a streaky player. Um, yeah. But it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I think I think we're bouncing back now. Like, tonight was really good. Finally. Yeah, that's good to see. Um, it's tough. It's tough going through those runs. Yeah, Dougie Hamilton's another one of those guys that's just crushing it every single night. Uh, no matter what, Brent Burns, your your favorite player, oh, Brent yeah. Burns. He dude. rips anything on the net. Yeah, dude. exactly. Like he's been getting like three plus shots a game. I've been having a lot of fun mixing in the ladders, which you're not able to do. For people listening that don't know what a ladder play is in prop betting, um, a player will have their typical line. So Brent Burns will be like over two and a half shots, and then they'll have alternate lines posted. So you can post like uh, four plus shots, five plus shots, six plus shots, and um, those are some of my favorite ones to do because like I've hit a few times this year, like Zabenejad has had like a five or six shot game where I bet him all the way up to six shots. Um, so That's nuts. yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's been fun. Uh, I post all my picks every day on Twitter. Like yeah, I wanted sure, to, yeah. I wanted to be transparent, you know, if I yep. win. No, that's good, man. Yeah, that's good. Uh, all right, boys. I mean, that was an action packed episode. It was Went over an hour there, fellas. Dude, are you, are you guys tired too? I'm exhausted. Dude, my eyes were like watering at one point. No, I was I was Dude, just I, reading some stats stuff. That's what I was reading. Sorry, I was I was I was zoned out for a second. I was reading some of Dude, this. I am I am ex- I'm too old. You guys with kids now, like you guys have to do the late night recording. I am like, dude, my my day is done at 10. <laughs> like, dude, it's awful. I hate I don't know why. I used to be such a night hawk yeah. and now now I get up. Well, we like always say we're going to record at like X time, but we talk for like 30 minutes and catch up. You know what I mean? Dude, that's what it's the thing. Dude. We were supposed to record 40 hours of, or 40 minutes before we, you know, press <laughs> before record. Before we, we start talking about everything in our day and like our video games. and Because <laughs> yeah. those are always the All best right, guys. ones. Yeah. <laughs> These are, those are, those are. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you follow the podcast and we'll see you next episode. Have a good one. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.